Good morning, Multiverse. Hey there, friends and foes. This is Back in the Cereal Box, the pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday mornings of our youth. And this morning, we've got a very, very special show as we return to Saturday morning cartoons, but still in theme with our Kaiju Crunch series, Kaiju Saturday Mornings with Godzilla, the animated series from 1978. And we are going to get to that right after this from DL Memphis and the Murdering Crows. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable. You can't be that original. All right, friends and foes, that was a great theme song performed by DL Memphis and the Murdering Crows. You can get their album, Four Bad Crows, on Amazon, iTunes, Google, anywhere you buy music. And DL has gone solo, and she is doing gigs as a solo artist, and you can check her out at festivals and conventions around the Southeast. We also want to thank our Cereal Box super friends, Kate Hawkins, Eli Cash, Cindy Kep, Sharice Collins, Dave Mattingly. Their financial contributions help keep us on the air, keep the lights on, and help us produce broadcast quality just for you. And you can too. You too. You you can too. You you. Blah, 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 blah. First day with my new tongue. You too can have your name in lights at buymeacoffee.com slash pod. And, of course, brought to you by Beyond Smoke and Mirrors, the magic and variety review starring Johnny Beyond and the Bombshells. Well, guys and gals, I am John Pica, the prophet of pop culture, Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. This morning, I've got a big bowl of Trace Leches Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and it's delicious. It's five bowls and a spoon, but let's meet our co-hosts. First up, via the magic of the interwebs from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, your emotional support Canadian, the peppermint princess, the social media socialite, a woman who is busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest, fan of Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, all things X-Men. Please give it up for Willow Skyler. Good morning, everyone. Willow. Yes, sir. What's in your bowl? <clears throat> More like the plate. Uh, it is a... Okay, so I don't know if you guys get that chocolate bar down there, but uh, it is a croissant with a coffee crisp on it oh my god so is it like dipped yeah i want that right now 
I need that in my hmm. life. Found so, that at Safeway uh, the other day, and uh, that's been my breakfast for the last day and a half. <laughs> hey, I can't complain with that. Now, Willow, you have gotten very, very busy because you decided to take a second job at Spirit Halloween, our <laughs> favorite place on the planet. It is like a magical wonderland for geek culture aficionados and have you resisted the urge to spend all your paycheck yet (laughs) so far um there's definitely lots of stuff that i that i want um there's a a sign that uh, from like beetlejuice that lights up i'm just like yes i definitely want that um and uh, there's uh, a couple of cardboard standees that I definitely would like to take home once uh, the store is starting to shut down. Um, there's a mystery machine and a uh, tail end of a hearse that I I would love to add to my collection. Well, if they're cardboard stand-ups, they probably will let you take those with you. Claim them now. <laughs> I will try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So also... In the virtual rec room with us, she is back this week after, you guys, you won't believe this, after a 20-hour car drive, she got back at 3 o'clock in the morning, and yet, she is still here looking amazing. We missed her last week. She is your wife's favorite redhead. She is uh, actress, model, artist extraordinaire, and... She is a fan of all things comic book. It is Aubrey Cavett. Good morning, Good morning Aubrey. Good morning. <sighs> I have slapped some makeup on. I am ooh, wired. <laughs> you look amazing. Um, but tell us, what's in your bowl this morning? Ooh, okay. Well, because um, I've been on a foray to New York. For the last two weeks um due to some personal information of which i will not expose but it's not it's not exactly cheerful but i could not find cereal i did not have time to shop for cereal and i'm like something do you see this Mm -hmm. will it cereal is what i decided to do will it cereal so aubrey has got some pop tart bites and I know the answer to this question. <laughs> you're you're about to have your mind blown. Mm. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Aubrey is pouring the pop tart bites into the bowl of milk. Okay, oh. they're very um, whole bite size. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You got you got to let them soak up the milk just a little mm. bit. But um, yeah, they're 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 a little bit big, but uh, okay. They definitely feel like pop tarts. Like yeah, not gonna bust a tooth on, tooth on this, am I? No, 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 no. This okay. is this is about to change your world. Ooh. She prepares. She's taking the bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yay, Nate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Yes, she approves. Yeah. Oh my if- gosh, it tastes like a brownie. Yeah, if if you want to know if Pop Tart, if Pop Tart cereal, if Pop Tart bites cereal, the answer is a resounding yes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing. I love it. I love and it. For the record, I do use soy milk. 
So it's a little healthier than regular cereal. When I use my milk, I use almond milk or soy milk, but I know I'm supposed to be doing Willet cereal, but I have to say, Willow, I love your top. Um, <laughs> it's, it's both creepy and a little cute. Um, if anybody knows anything about horror movies, Oh, the belted sassy pants. I it's love because it. it's like a really big sweater. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean. Well, for those of you who are just listening, <laughs> Willow is wearing her Freddy Krueger Freddy Krueger sweater. Um, this is I'm assuming your work attire today because yep. you and I both have to leave right at nine today, so we've got a tight show. Okay. Um, now. Aubrey, what are you wearing? You've got a yellow sweater on and a, a I red have top. A yellow top and a red top because the female scientist, which I only got to watch a few episodes of this, I'll be totally honest. The female scientist wore yellow, a yellow long coat with like a white belt yeah. and a red turtleneck. Y'all, I don't do red most of the time. So this is about as red as you're going to get from me. I, I, red looks right on you. Really? I feel right. like those redheads always get put pink or red in any anime or cartoon. And as you can see, I have plenty of red. I don't I don't need any more. <laughs> Primary colors look good on you. So just Okay, go with the basic rainbow. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, since we have a tight show this morning, mm -hmm. um we already have some viewer comments and um we'll uh we'll get through as many of these as we can. Um We've got um, <laughs> Jet Blueberries asks, "Is this pre-recorded?" No, it is not. No, this hi. is live. This hi, is blueberry. a live blueberries. Can we call you blueberries or Jap? I I don't know, but um, this is this is one hundred percent alive and interactive with you. This this is how this works. Mm -hmm. So you people who are watching or. or you know, on the live stream, you get to participate. You get to be a, a special fourth co-host. And you know what, you guys, I realized I forgot to tell the audience why we're called Back in the Cereal Box, because we have people joining us every morning brand new for the first time. We are called Back in the Cereal Box because when I was a kid, Saturday mornings meant cartoons, comic books, kaiju movies, big bowls of cereal. But in between cartoons comics and kaiju movies we didn't have iphones or tablets at the breakfast table we were reading the back of the cereal box that was our world that was our newspaper and this back of the cereal box really has a whole lot of nothing but um i mean it's cute it's fun but they're you know i've seen it i've been there done that anyway um so <laughs> That's part of the celebration of the Saturdays of our youth, and you guys get to participate. Dave Mattingly says, good morning, Box Tops. Good morning, Dave Mattingly. Look at this. An old-time OG fan is joining us, Harvey Witt II. Good morning. And he says, hi, Johnny B. How are you doing? I am doing great, Harvey Witt. Glad to have you with us. And Melissa Henderson says, good morning. Hi, Aubrey. Hello. And Dave Maddenly says, I might swing by Spirit Halloween after this morning's fundraiser breakfast for a cool theater troupe. Now, <clears throat> Dave, are you going to swing by the Louisville Spirit Halloween, or are you going to drive up to Winnipeg and visit... <laughs> 
Willow. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. I haven't been to Halloween, the Spirit Halloween stores this year, guys. Like, ooh, I'm so, I'm vibrating. I've been to Dollar General. Okay, so been to uh, the Dollar Tree. Okay, I spent a little bit of money there. Um, <laughs> and I'm making stuff for my three-day Halloween party, trying to get together my stuff. But Spirit Halloween is like, Mm -hmm. Hello, Aubrey, I don't know how you can work there. I, I've, I've got to tell you the truth. I am so disappointed that you are doing that three-day Halloween party on that weekend because I'm going to be at HalloCon as a guest, and I wanted you to come. I know. But you I got a big go. party. It is a conflict. conflict. You know what? Anyway. You know what? I mean, Johnny, just for you, I might consider changing the weekend. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> all right well we'll talk about that <laughs> we'll talk about that and uh dave mattingly says welcome back aubrey welcome back and harvey witt says hi aubrey for some hi. of these og fans you're brand new to them yes They're... hello i'm a newbie yeah alpha nerd says She's always the culinary adventurer, Aubrey. You know what? I'm actually pretty adventurous with food. I, I like trying new stuff. What about you, Willow? Absolutely. That's kind of why I <laughs> saw that. Yeah. All three of us are foodies. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I live to eat. Some people uh, eat to live, but I live to eat. It's a grand experience. It has everything. <laughs> You know, it gives your senses a ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? Here's here's what's really funny. So I am on a very disciplined eating plan. Ooh. But when you know, when I am treat myself, when I when I treat myself, it makes that experience even richer. So it really yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Um all right. So for those of you who are watching and commenting in the super chat. Let us know what's in your bowl, what you guys are uh, having on this Saturday morning. Harvey Witt said, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry I already ate breakfast, but I'm glad you were doing good. Thank you. Thank you. And Willow's sweater is so dreamy, says Dave Mattingly. And Dave Mattingly also adds, Aubrey, primary colors are good on you. So do secondary colors. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so what, what he's talking about is you wear a lot of pastels, and pastels look really good on you, too. Those are I, what what's considered secondary colors. It's, it's really funny because y'all don't know that I do this all for you. Like, <laughs> I scramble around every episode, guys, to find something that reminds me of the show. The backdrop is always connected to the show, by the way. So there's, like, little Easter eggs every single episode. I know. I do. But that, I live in black. Like I live in the color black. I, I know. <laughs> I know, but you look great in bright colors. I'm just saying. <laughs> By the way, the cereal milk for Trace Leches Cinnamon Toast Crunch, off the hook. Okay, question really quick, Johnny. For those who are allergic, because it's a really weird thing to be allergic to, I'm allergic to cinnamon, so I do not get to enjoy any of the yeah. fall cinnamon stuff, guys. So please, one, please vicariously, you know, I'm going to live through your cinnamon experience. Tell me <laughs> what it tastes like. 
And also, does the tres leche have cinnamon in it? Yes. So, and and I I uh, I'm looking to see if it actually has real cinnamon or artificial. I I can't tell. Okay, so here's a trick. Oh no, it does. It does. It does say cinnamon. Um, so it uh, does have cinnamon, but it also has what you're allergic to, the trisodium phosphate. Is that what you're allergic to? Uh, no, I'm allergic to what they call cinnamon, which is most of the time um, cassius, which is uh, the same plant. Um, oh. It tastes oh. like cinnamon. It smells like cinnamon. They use it. It is technically an Asian cinnamon. You know how we have different kinds of different kinds mm -hmm. of bananas? Cinnamon is the same way. So most okay. of the cinnamon that's used in America and other countries is actually cassius. And for oh, some reason, when I eat cassius, my tongue swells up. Oh, well, this is this says cinnamon on the ingredients um, and uh, it's really, really good. It's delicious. Uh, you know, I had I had that horrible General Mills cereal two weeks. And this is General Mills, too. And I said last week, how does General Mills knock this out of the park and miss the mark so bad with the uh, mutant mayhem and the the. Uh, what was the, the Carmella Creeper? I, I don't get it. But anyway, it's it's delicious. And it you can taste the three different flavors. You so know, Willow, you're a foodie, right? Yeah. Do you, do you bake? I bake, I cook. I do too. So I got inspired by Johnny's cereal idea. Somebody needs to use that cereal to make it mix it with Rice Krispie Treats. Ooh. D. Martine does that, so I, I, <laughs> I think Johnny's gonna call D. Martine and have her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make yeah. A batch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Harvey Witt asks, "What are you guys talking about? Godzilla, the cartoon series? Yes, we're gonna get to that yeah. in a moment." Um, cartoon commotion says, "Hiya, homies and home Hi, slices." Kid. Cheesy goodness like this Zilla series can always make Saturdays a ton of fun all over again. Love the show, people. Keep rocking. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, God, we have so many comments. We're not going to get to all of them right now because we've got our next segment to get to. And this is brought to you by... Um, this is brought to you by... Let me see if I can get there. Oh! <laughs> The Tales of the Decoverse series available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever you get books. And the next volume is coming next month. More news to follow. But this is the part of the Saturday morning when we were kids, we would reach into the into the box, root around, pull out the prize, or if you were like me, you just dump the whole thing out in a big old bowl to get to it. And this is the segment that we call new loot. Let's there we go. New loot where we pull the prizes out of the cereal box. And you guys, I'm going to go first because I've got quite the prize. All right. I am so happy. Now, Aubrey, you missed it last week when I showed off the other the other prizes, but this 
Oh, oh no, no, no. I was watching. Remember, I commented. Yeah. Oh, that's so right. Excited to see those. They're so cool. So this is the Mego 50th anniversary Joker. And when when I when I was at Walmart the couple of weeks ago and got reverse flash and the Riddler, they did not have Joker. And um I found him just this week by accident. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna let this pass up. I'm going to go ahead and grab this. Um, I never had the Joker action figure as a kid. For those of you who don't know, Mego ruled the action figure world in the 70s uh, until 1981. Eight-inch, fully articulated uh, cloth costumes, um, and um, they were the shiznit. And I had them all, except for the Joker, and... So I decided to go ahead and pick him up for the 50th anniversary. Super excited. Migo is back and they uh they are producing some amazing action figures and um uh, they're determined to bankrupt me, Willow. <laughs> so, yep. what do you guys have uh what are you pulling out I'll of the I'll let uh, box? Aubrey go first, and then I'll grab mine. <laughs> okay. Aubrey, what is your prize from the cereal box this morning? Okay, I had to uh, adjust my camera because I'm a little excited. Mine is actually from a video game. Um, I usually do cartoon things. I know, comic book things. But I'm really excited about this, guys. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if anybody follows video games. I know usually if you do comics, you like video games. So, hmm, this is a special collector's edition from Genshin Impact that my friend put together for me. Um, she is selling these. Is this she a is model? A, well, this one is. See, she 3D printed this. Okay. So that is part of it. We've got sticker, keychains, um, little coins to replicate the coins from the video game. Uh, I mean, ooh, 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 this, so this much. is this is a whole box of swag. This is a whole box of swag. Oh, and this is the best. This is the best. Okay, so we also have jewelry that seemed like the video game, but this. The figurine guys i don't have any figurines i really don't so this is the genshin impact girl um she is super adorable she is your little fairy slash goddess slash i don't want to give it away what she is <laughs> you have to find out if you play the game so she is adorable and then oh my gosh there's just so many more things in here oh my gosh She's she just got... keeps pulling more and more things out of this little box that represents the powers and the colors because you've got different you've got wind fire um ice the, the all of the the elements are represented so really look at this what, what are these this these are key little keychain balls with, and it, and with the power inside mm -hmm, it represents the power of the character so this is fire so for those Ooh. of you who are just listening <laughs> on the playback on the podcast uh distribution platforms <laughs> and you're going crazy wondering what we're showing off what well, come back watch the show on youtube mm -hmm. or facebook and you can see 
everything mm -hmm. that is happening on video. That's yes. pretty cool, Aubrey. That's we that's have a Genshin Impact video game fan box. And if you're interested, my friend is selling them. I'm so excited for this one. Thanks, how, 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 how can people find that? You can find it through my Facebook. I'll be putting a link on it today. All right. Huh. Because you guys, video games is a big part mm -hmm. of the Saturdays of our youth. I was playing the Atari 2600. That's how old I am. But um, <laughs> Willow, what's your new loot? Uh, uh, Ooh, yeah, Willow. Well. <laughs> oh, you, she showed the picture last week, but here it is in the living flesh, baby. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited for you, Willow. So what's that? <laughs> now, 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 do they sell this at Spirit? They do. What? what? This what? is the more expensive one. This is the one that's like $300. My husband is the crazy one who bought it. So, well, but prior prior to this release, I think the only way you could get a pack of this quality is to build it yourself with the kit. I mean, this looks like I mean, yeah, this looks yeah, like it. the kits. What she, what she is holding up is the proton pack from Ghostbusters. And I've only seen proton packs of that size and quality that were built with the kit that you buy from Ghost Corp. That's a full adult size, right? Willow? Yeah. Oh, and it makes sounds too. It does. Oh, nice. Wait, mm. does the tube come off so you can hold the tube? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm sorry. I know I yelled for everybody that has audio. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I apologize, but I'm a huge fan. Willow, I'm right now. Oh, my goodness. Me and, me and my husband might have to uh, modify it a little bit because the straps are kind of dumb. But, the shoulder strap? Yeah, it's not like, um, and it's actually kind of hard to, like once it's on your back, it's kind of hard to pull this thing off. So we're going to move it a little bit closer. Uh, but yeah, the straps are just like little um, pads. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. So maybe some, maybe gonna, some reinforcement for the yeah weight. yeah we're gonna maybe take apart an old school bag or something and and you said that uh, that is a three hundred dollar proton that pack is, that to is answer Dave Mattingly's one. question yeah but it's yeah. worth it it might Kelly be a Tupper's... little cheaper in the states as opposed to Canada so mm, probably not probably <laughs> not probably more <laughs> um, Kelly Tupper says that is so cool. I um, uh, Dave Mattingly says Aubrey's prize box is a whole treasure chest. Yes, it is. Harvey Witt says the Migo Joker. Cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dave Mattingly said Johnny never got the Joker because the Batmobile lost a wheel and the Joker got away. <laughs> it's it's pretty true. That's pretty much the truth. Um, hey, look here. Song Swap Showdown is joining us and they say good morning dave so chris vaglio of song swap showdown is chiming in and they're going to have a little conversation with dave mattingly um on our channel that's okay we love that we love that welcome guys welcome well it is time because we do have to we do have a heart out today to talk about our 
our main topic this morning. Our main topic is brought to you by Nightly Spirits. Nightlyspirits.com. Use my pro co- promo code JohnP667 to um, to uh, take 10% off your booking. And that is anywhere in the country that we do haunted tours. And since we are in spooky season, now is the time to take advantage of that. And it is time for our Saturday Morning 101 Kaiju Crunch, Kaiju Saturday Morning Matinee Series. And you guys, this morning, we're getting back to cartoons a little bit, but still in the realm of Kaiju. You're welcome, Aubrey. Um, And we are talking about the 1978 animated series, Godzilla. not. The 1996 Godzilla animated series, the 1978. And you guys, I loved this show as a kid. I really did. Um, And it follows a team of adventurer scientists, um, kind of a little bit a la Johnny Quest, but not quite. And they have a very special relationship with Godzilla, but on their boat, it's a they 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 travel around on a boat. On their boat is Godzuki, the basically the scrappy do of the Godzilla universe. <laughs> and um, you know, Aubrey, Aubrey, Audrey, Aubrey, golly, what is going on with me? My brain is cramping this morning um they control godzilla they they have a little signal device and godzilla responds when they're in trouble he presses the button and godzilla just shows up and this is a very different take up oh, there he is stomping across the desert the beach now i was able to watch a few episodes so i i have to say is it normal for Godzilla to come out of the water always? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. And, and it's in the theme song. Up from the depths, 30 stories high, breathe in fire, his head in the sky. Godzilla, 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 and Godzuki. So, yep. So, listen, I absolutely adored this show when I was a kid. And I didn't realize it ran all the way until 1981. It was originally packaged as the Godzilla Power Hour, um, along with Janna of the Jungle. I, I didn't remember that. And then um, in November of 78, it was expanded to 90 minutes with the addition of Johnny Quest reruns. So it was the Godzilla Super 90. And then in 79, Godzilla Globetrotters Adventure Hour, which makes total sense, right? I mean, Godzilla and Janna of the Jungle packaged together makes a lot of sense. Godzilla, Janna, and Johnny Quest packaged together makes a lot of sense. But Godzilla and the Globetrotters? But then it gets even weirder. <laughs> In 79, they repackaged it again as the Godzilla Dynomutt Hour. Dynomutt was uh, actually Blue Falcon and Dynomutt. 
Um, and then they repackaged it as Godzilla Hong Kong Fooey Hour <laughs> until, and it just reran, you know, the two seasons over and over um, until 1981. And, you know, it features a team of scientists on the Calico. It's a hydrofoil uh, research vessel headed by Captain Carl Majors. And the rest of the crew includes Dr. Quinn Darlin, or Darian, I'm sorry, Quinn Darian, um, her nephew, Pete Darian, and their research assistant, Brock Borden. And, of course, Godzuki, the cowardly nephew of Godzilla and Pete's best friend, is a comic foil role in the show. And, you guys, I, I officially hate Godzuki. <laughs> he's he's up there with, yeah go ahead I, I i okay so i did a tiny bit of research and i didn't have a lot of time and then i lost my research in new york so what i do remember from my research is um godzuki is um okay godzuki is godzilla's nephew in some cases his son in other cases a cousin well, no, um, no, in the show, he is the nephew, but yeah, in, 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 in the films, there is a, a character called um, Manila that is um, not his son, but related. Um, but then in some movies, Godzilla does have a son and the son of Godzilla looks just like Godzilla. Manila doesn't look exactly like Godzilla. I mean, he looks kind of like a maybe the same species but yeah you know th that's one of the things about the godzilla mythos there's no real canon <laughs> they they kind of start all over from the beginning with each movie but um you know i, I gotta tell you I, I i sat down and i watched this and you can watch it for free on youtube toho official has re-released all of the episodes but in three parts each Yes, so, thank you, Toho. Now, here's my here's uh, there are parts of this show that I love. I love that Godzilla is a defender and protector. I love that he has this relationship with the humans. I love that. What I don't like, well, I've already mentioned I don't like Godzuki. We can just we can cut everything with Godzuki <laughs> and um the kid out. Just I, I, I wanna I want someone to do some fan edits. <clears throat> Zentron, <laughs> Zentron, if you're watching, just do some fan edits, cut those characters out. Because Brock is really cool. Um, Captain Carl is pretty cool. Quinn is, I mean, they're cool. Um, but the kid in Godzuki. <laughs> but here's what I really found disappointing. I didn't remember this from when I was a kid. They don't use any of the original Godzilla sound effects his roar is different all of the monsters have, as a matter of fact in the episode that i watched um the firebird the the voice of the firebird the vocalizations was done by mel blanc and you can tell <laughs> i was like someone and somewhere out there i know that there's a fan edit where they inserted the actual godzilla sounds into this Ooh. I can't find it though. So if anyone can find it, send me the link because Ooh. I want to see it. 
But, but yes, uh, on IMDb, according to their trivia, due to copyright issues, the creators couldn't use Godzilla's classic roar to for the show. Instead, Ted Cassidy, and all of us here should know who that is, uh, voiced him using generic cartoon monster sounds that were also used as stock sounds effect in other shows of the time. Ted Cassidy played Lurch in Adam's Family. Okay. In the original Adam's Family show. Yeah. It was an unforgettable voice. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, I watching this, I heard a lot of monster sounds from the Herculoids and from Space Ghost. It was produced by Hanna-Barbera. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of recycled sounds from Johnny Quest. Um, and, you know, but, I mean, what a disappointment for something this cool. I mean, that was really cool. And you guys, I, I found a picture of it and it didn't load. But in the 70s, they did a, a toy based on this version of Godzilla. It was the Shogun Warriors line. Ooh. It was 14 inches tall. Had uh, Actually, I have the miniature figure downstairs. I should have brought it. Doggone it. Anyway, uh, had a tongue flame tongue that shot out and then its fist would launch you press a button and it shot it was the greatest toy ever i loved it i beat the crap out of it it did not survive my childhood um but it was one of my all-time favorite toys because it was in scale to be like godzilla size for my migos and even more godzilla size when kenner revolutionized action figures to the three and three quarter inch size with star wars so i love that godzilla toy and did you know that they did a line of comics based on this cartoon marvel oh. comics godzilla <laughs> king of the monsters um and marvel comics did the whole series and godzilla was an integral part of the Marvel Universe, having team-ups with the Avengers, uh, Fantastic Four, Devil Dinosaur, and Moon Boy. And there's the Shogun Warriors. Um, and the, this was an episode or an issue where um, Red Ronin of the Shogun Warriors and Godzilla are fighting Behemoth, which um, I guess is kind of like a King Kong analogy. Um, but I think on the raft down. No, that's not Quinn. It looks like Quinn, but that's not Quinn. Anyway, um, really, really great comic series. And here you'll appreciate this, uh, Willow. This is J. Jonah Jameson leaning out the window of the Daily Bugle. First of all, kids, don't lean out the windows of skyscrapers. But second of all, don't lean out a window to tell off Godzilla. That's a bad idea. How did J. J. Jonah Jameson not get eaten? That's what I want to know. So, Willow, I got to know. What uh, were your impressions? <laughs> tell, tell us what you liked about this show first. Uh, okay, it was a cute show. Uh, I, it definitely reminded me of, uh, uh, of uh, Johnny Quest. Okay, um, a lot of Johnny Quest influences yeah. here. Yep. Uh, the the lead guy uh, kind of looked like Ben Affleck. 
Um, Carl Majors? Uh, the, the one with the uh, dark hair and beard. Yeah, yeah, Carl yeah. Ma- Dr. Carl Majors. Um, let's see. Um, there's I've got a picture of them here. Um, there, there were some scenes where where he actually did look very much like uh, Ben Affleck. Huh. So, okay. You know, uh, if they were to ever do a live action, you know, I, I, I'd say, you know, cast him as the as the guy. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Have a Godzuki coming through. No, I don't want a Godzuki coming through. What are you, what are you talking about, Aubrey? <laughs> Come on, come on, Johnny. We need this new generation to, to meet Godzuki. No, no, no. Listen, Godzuki and Scrappy Doo need to be relegated to the ninth level of hell. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Leave Scrappy Doo alone. Leave Scrappy Doo alone. He's cute. We 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 like the comedy relief. Wait, that looks like Scooby, not Scrappy. I mean, yes, that's why Scooby was helping me. Scooby likes his coke. <laughs> no, he didn't. They they just pretended to like him. <laughs> Puppy power. Come on, you always need that one friend that's like, I mean, this is just the way they are. <laughs> anyway. I, I think in that seventy, there was always that one character that should have been left behind. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. We gotta have that super spoofy, like slapstick, because then everything else is easier to be serious, I guess. <laughs> Hannah Barbera loved that idea, you know. <laughs> well, okay, so I, I understand the comedic relief for the kids in the eye. I mean, that's what C3PO and R2D2 were about in Star Wars. That's what Jar Jar Binks was all about. They were like I, my favorite. I, I I get I get the the character trope, but sometimes it's not done so well. And I don't feel like Godzuki was done very well. It was just annoying because he was so incompetent, so <laughs> useless. I and even Godzilla got frustrated with him. There's this one scene where he's trying to fly around and help him with the the. Uh, Firebird, and look, look at that face. He's like, get the heck out of my airspace, you dumb kid. <laughs> he's not happy that he's there. That's not a smile on Godzilla's face. And we've all recognized the smile on Godzilla's face when, when he's happy. And, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's not it. That's not it. He feels the same way about Godzuki that we all feel about Scrappy-Doo. All right, Aubrey, your thoughts. <laughs> um this is one of those cartoon versions of Hanna Barbera's love for the audience that I feel like if you love Hanna Barbera, you're gonna love the sounds, you're gonna love the spooky character, <clears throat> you're gonna love the random addition of a kid that should not be in a dangerous situation. <laughs> I, right? I mean who and it's not even their kid; it's their her nephew. It's her nephew. Why? What what parent says to to her sister? Yeah, you can take my son along on your crazy adventures with a giant kaiju monster. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. 
Okay, what? So if any fans that are in the audience know what connection, why this kid is there. Is he a future scientist? Is is he like adopted by his aunt? Please, if you know this little tidbit that we could not find or get in contact with, let us know because like why? I agree, Johnny. <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. And you know, here here's the other thing that irritates me a little bit, Aubrey and Willow. You know, they licensed the character Godzilla. They licensed the likeness, but they couldn't license the sound. I, I, that just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Or, like or the other to monsters me. to go along with some of the storylines, like mm-hmm. some of the fa- favorite monsters. They had to create their own monsters for yeah. the show. Yeah. I mean, where's Rodan? Where's King Ghidorah? Where's Mothra? Hello. Now, as a kid, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't understand that was a thing. I just saw big, stompy monster coming up out of the water on command to help humanity in its time of need. In in particular, this humanity, these four people. Um, but I, I loved it nonetheless. I, I mean, I still remember that theme song. It was burned into my brain, and I can sing it to it this is day. A very catchy theme song. Yeah, and so you know, there there's so much to love about this show, but um, you know, I just it's if got there are me. any fans of Venture Brothers, by the way, I've me- I've, I've mentioned Venture Brothers before. It's a comedy about cartoons. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. And it's you great. love comic books and cartoons, you need to see this cartoon, okay? So Venture Brothers, you know, I'm a fan. Send me a t-shirt. But anyway, <laughs> um, seriously, um, Brock, come on. If you've seen Venture Brothers, yeah. okay? Okay, no, now just close your eyes for a minute and think about the character of this young man. I'm, I'm not saying they're related, but, you know, in another universe, the hair is is like poofy. Brock's is curly. Um, the the duration is different, but who cares? But the outfit is almost identical. And then his name, and he's beefy. I'm like Brock Borden. Yeah, but 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 Brock on Venture Brothers is kind of stupid. Oh, this, I mean this, this Brock is brilliant. I mean, I mean, have you seen all the Venture Brothers? Not all of them. Okay, well, I think I think Brock has his own style of. I like the Venture Brothers though. It's 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 kind of a parody of Johnny Quest and, of and everything and all of it. Um, by the way, there's a brand new Venture Brothers movie that just came out on HBO Max. It's available on Blu-ray and DVD. I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah, yeah. You can watch it on digital. So we got a ton of comments, guys. Um, so let's see. Har- Harvey Witt the second says Godzilla loved the laser eye powers Godzilla had. Of course, Godzuki was cute. No, he wasn't. Godzilla, Godzuki was <laughs> annoying. But yes, so this this was this was another uh, kind of alteration. Uh, yes, he did breathe fire, but he also had laser eye beams, kind of you know, uh, Cyclops from the X Men kind of laser eye beams. And um, I had forgotten that until we were watching this. I was like, wait a minute. Godzilla, Godzilla had a lot of ancillary powers that he figured out, like how to magnetize his body. But I, I don't remember him shooting eye lasers. That was that was King Caesar. 
who could do that. But anyway, um, now Harv Witt, you are going to be super excited. He said, I would have liked to have seen the JLA Justice League of America facing down Godzilla 2. Well, guess what? Your wish is DC's command. There is a DC comic coming out, Godzilla versus JLA versus King Kong. It's going to be a five-issue limited series coming out next month. And then he says, excuse me, Godzuki was adorable. He was a cute little sidekick. I'm I'm not going to agree with that comment. <laughs> I think we have a split decision I, over here. So hello, hello, it, tell it, us. I like Godzuki and Johnny. Johnny's on the other side. Where are you? I'm very much in the middle because I like the show, but yes, I do find the Godzuki character a little obnoxious. Um it has its place in some uh, some form but yeah this they, they i'm not i can't say because now that i'm an older person that you know i can't do like the cutesy uh characters as much as i when i when i was a kid uh i can see why they created it um but yeah it's it's annoying <laughs> And Dave Mattingly says Godzuki always looked like he could yell, "Got the mama." <gasps> you guys know that reference? Yep, dinosaurs. Yep. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, a little. Maybe. Do you, okay. Can I admit something? I never watched that show. <gasps> Johnny, oh, I know, I know. No, but nobody on, punished him for this. <laughs> I, I know on paper, on paper, it should be everything I love. The Flintstones, mm-hmm. got, you know, dinosaurs. dinosaurs. I, and Did you I, watch Family Matters? No. No? Okay. I, I, I can see why, why the two didn't really connect with you then. Well, I just, I don't know if it was on a night that I, I never saw. It wasn't like I avoided it. I just, I never saw it. Um, I, I'm very familiar with it because it's a part part of pop culture. And I know that the baby could never say daddy, except for that one episode where he says, dada. And, and, and no, he can say it. He, he oh, said oh, it. Oh. He just loved to torture. Yeah. And he's saying, daddy, 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 daddy. Not the mama. Not the mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, love. I, I need to go back and watch it. What was it? Three seasons? I yeah, think something so. like that. It wasn't too, too long. But it ended, I, I mean, it had a horrible ending with the meteor coming to destroy the, anyway. I, I Spoiler agree. alert. It wasn't as good, but you know what? They could bring that back. Uh, how? They were all wiped out by a meteor. So, you know, how does Godzilla start over every single time? Yeah. They could do a <laughs> Land of the Lost and have them come through a time oh, a time that. pylon and, and, and end up in modern day. That would, actually, that would be kind of fun. <laughs> Anyway, um, Harvey Witt says, do not cut Godzuki or the kid out of the show. You will definitely hear from me if you guys do that. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm asking somebody else to do it so you can talk to them. And uh, Stephanie, I'm going to pronounce this last name, Saucier, says, hi. Ryan Permisson is dropping in. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> How are you? The great derailer is here. Let's see. Oh, so yeah, 
Ryan Permisson, as we're talking about Godzilla 1978 animated series, Ryan Permisson says, happy birthday to Ashley X9, a.k.a. the OG Ahsoka Tano. There you go. Officially derailed. (laughs) And Harvey Witt said, I had that figure too. He's talking about the 14-inch high Godzilla Shogun Warrior figure. It was great. And Stephanie says, Godzuki was a plot device. And and the nephew was a plot device. And she's right. She's right. But I, I don't think it was a good plot device. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, here's the thing that kids that endanger everybody else, I, I don't find cute. I find that irritating, annoying, and terribly dangerous. Okay, so Johnny, remember back in the day when we needed lessons because we were little? I feel like those characters are put in there to kind of show what we shouldn't do especially when we're younger. Oh, look, they got I, in trouble. I guess, but but Pete never got like punished. There were never any consequences for his hijinks. <laughs> consequences. Oh boy. <laughs> but but oh, but Godzuki had consequences. Mm. He wasn't allowed on the boat. He had mm, to be towed. Why? Why wasn't he he saved he <laughs> saved Pete's life. He, he oh, it seemed to have a lot of stuff for rich people. <laughs> a helicopter, yeah. a little uh, dinghy boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Zuki they're... liked to like move the bottom of it, apparently, the back of it, and like make the whole ship move. Yeah, well, you know, they're they're funded by the government. <laughs> they're a research vessel, so they've got unlimited funds. Um, Seems like an odd place for a helicopter to hang out on, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that's lux- small of a ship. Aren't they usually oh, bigger yeah. when there's a helicopter? Oh no, no, no. Um, Ooh, luxury yachts and yeah, luxury yachts and and cruise liners have helicopters on them. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not unusual. I I mean I actually know someone who has oh. a luxury yacht. That has a helicopter pad. He's got a helicopter. I'm just saying. <laughs> to me, it's perfectly normal. So See, no Godzuki, though. No, no. <laughs> Stephanie says, love Johnny Quest, especially the real adventures. Okay. Um, and she also adds, Scrappy-Doo needs to become not canon. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's my friend over there. Listen here, Missy. We're going to have a talk later. <laughs> Now, no, everybody is entitled to their opinion. I am a fan of the comedic relief character, but usually uh, only because of a life lesson. Johnny doesn't seem to like that. He seems to like the intense, smart yeah, see, characters better. With situations like uh, this Kazuki character, it, it would have been so easy to, just to be like, oh, it, it went missing at sea. Yeah. Where, where'd Kazuki go? I don't know. So it's like, okay. Take them out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, what? Why are there sharks circling the back of the boat? What's all that? What's going on? The, the, the monster must have ate him. <laughs> Y'all tearing me up. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> so, so, Stephanie, um, Scrappy-Doo needs to become not canon. She says, I- I'll tell you what. Check out the um, graphic novel, the comic book series from DC called Scooby Apocalypse. <laughs> Scrappy Doo is in it, but he's a villain, <laughs> and it's really good. Makes a lot of sense. Really I, I kind of like him as a villain. Yeah. Yep. 
And she agrees. He's annoying. <laughs> yes. Now, now let, let me tell you how much of a fan, how much of a not fan I am of this kind of comic relief. Um, the only character in Star Wars that I cannot stand, and it's not Jar Jar Binks, it's C-3PO. I cannot stand that character. I wish he would be wiped off the planet. I wish he would be disintegrated on Jabba's sail barge. Uh, anyway, anyway. And Harv Witt says, come on, Godzuki was at times helpful. Pete was also helpful at times too. Yeah, because it's a cartoon fantasy. If this were real life, they would have caused the death and destruction of everybody on that boat multiple times. You're not wrong. I've just broken Aubrey. <laughs> All right. While Aubrey's uh, catching her breath on her laughter, who agrees with me? Okay, I can ben see Affleck. Ben Affleck the picture. There. She found the picture. Oh, my I God, you're right, that. Willow. He looks like Ben Affleck. <laughs> I see that. I see ben, that. Ben Affleck, well, if you are there, we, we need you for this role. We, we need you. Well, listen, I, I, could, I wish we could carry this on for the next couple hours, but Willow and I both have a hard out in two minutes. So um, you guys who are in the live chat, continue to post, continue to share your thoughts and feelings and memories of Godzilla, the 1978 animated series. I would love to read those. We'll react to them and, and answer your questions. And uh, if you like the show, make sure you like it, comment, give it a thumbs up, a heart, but share it. And, um, Whatever you're watching right now, uh, whatever platform, subscribe, like, and, and click the notification bell so you never miss an episode. Uh, for those of you who are listening on Apple or Spotify or Google or Audible or wherever you are, um, you know, share it. Give us a five-star review. That would be epic. And uh, if you really like the show, donate uh, to the, the cause at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod buy us a bowl of cereal two three buy us a whole box of cereal if you hate the show donate even more generously so that we can improve just for you and um willow you're gonna be hanging out at uh halloween express today or spirit halloween spirit halloween yep yep um but you can follow willow mm -hmm. at willow skyler on all of the social media platforms uh aubrey you are Dawning Eve K on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure mm -hmm. you follow her and uh, follow me at johnnybeyond.com. And today, if you are in Middle Tennessee at one o'clock, Beyond Smoke and Mirrors, this is actually the final show, Aubrey. <gasps> no. Well, we're, we're doing something else in October. Big announcement Ooh. coming this afternoon. So um, um, I'm actually ah. going to be in an opening for a new geek store here in Columbia today. Ooh, what's it called? Um, check it out on my Facebook. I'll send a link. Yeah. If you can uh, take some pictures and video for the podcast, that would awesome. be great. We'll post yes. them on our, our page. So right. with that, guys, we got to run. It is nine o'clock. Um, love you. Mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. Thanks for watching. <laughs>